And a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Hey guys, I'm. I was about to say I'm Justin. <laughs> no, that's that's me, dude. <laughs> Let's start that again. Hey guys, I'm Garrett, and I'm Justin, and together we are triggered. So Garrett, what so the, Justin, what the fuck have you been up to this week? What have I been up to this week? Uh, well, I started some crack, ran out real quick, and now I'm jonesing. Yeah, that's a real problem to have, man. Uh, that crack being the Castlevania TV show on Netflix. Dude, that show. Dude. It was fucking awesome. I, it really bummed me out that it was only four episodes long, but I get that they're trying to put their feelers out there to see how it does. Yeah, no, I fully understand that. But, I mean, the fact that it was just only four episodes and 30 minutes, I mean, not even that. It was like yeah, there was like 25 like minutes an episode or something like that, but <clears throat> it was so good. And as someone who grew up with the Castlevania franchise and has played every mainline entry in the Castlevania franchise, they really did it justice. I was so happy to see something video game related have a good outing on a media that like film. Yeah. It, it, I'm not a big Castlevania fan. I've played it a few times in my life. Which one have you played in particular? Well, you mostly what you've shown me. Wow. Well, then, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I've never even played through all of one. Okay. Yeah. Well, this series, at least season one, and I assume season two through whenever this storyline ends, is based off of Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse, which was a regular Nintendo game, the NES, and it's about Trevor Belmont. And anybody who is into Castlevania will know that Trevor is the father of Simon Belmont, which if you played Castlevania 1, you played as Simon. So it was really cool that they started with Trevor because then that gives me hope that if the seasons progress, they can end with Trevor on a good note and then they can just start up with the bloodline later down where Simon takes over. Okay. Yeah, for some reason, I kept on wanting to think he was Stephen Beaumont. No, <laughs> Trevor Beaumont. <laughs> I have no idea why Stephen came to mind. It just Maybe because you just smoked a bowl, so your head is not screwed on all the way, but that's okay. Shh. Are people not supposed to know that? I'm sorry. Yes, we are recorded in California, Colorado, Oregon, or Washington. And possibly either Nevada and or I think Massachusetts and Maine. Yeah. We Jamaica. Are, we are not recorded in Arizona. No. But whatever. I Like we've already talked about in one of the previous episodes, this shit should be legalized. I obviously wasn't able to partake with you because I still can't due to my jobs, but fuck, more power to you, dude. Shh. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, getting back to Castlevania. So... As an outsider to Castlevania, someone who doesn't know the games like I do, I'd really like to know what you thought about it. Well, I have to say it was kind of... At, the first episode was kind of dragging at first. Really? Why? I didn't really get my interest peaked until they started burning Dracula's wife at the stake. Alucard's mother? Exactly. 
Yeah, there's spoilers here, folks. So if you want to see this, maybe skip past until we get to the next topic because yeah. we're going to spoil the shit out of this. Yep. Um, but once that happened, I was like, okay, shit's going to happen. And then Dracula starts reaving his havoc. 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 He he performed the Havoc maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> I really I really like how this podcast is starting to make it a lot more apparent that i might have a few speech impediments well you know <laughs> no worries <laughs> gotta rise above the challenge i guess it's true but uh so it just dragged too much when it was it just dragged dracula. a little bit too much until dracula started wrecking havoc yeah. it didn't truly sink me and make me say fuck you give me all all, all your money <laughs> i'm reverting to my old ways fuck you Take my money is what I meant to say. Uh, until Trevor showed up in the bar. Until Trevor showed up in the yeah, bar. Yeah, that, that scene was freaking awesome, though. The, the conversation between the two yokels just sounded like something you and I would talk about. Oh, for and that we do talk about. <laughs> you talk minus the fucking my sister or whatever he was getting into there for a second. I think he he was making it sound that uh, he was his brother in addition to his cousin. Oh, okay. It's like, well, my, my my mom was a bitch. Fuck you. You're talking about my aunt. Man. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was. You, what's really amazing is that Netflix was able to take uh, an IP like Castlevania and do that to the story because the Castlevania games. Yeah, I mean, they're based on horror, but they're they're horror tropes. You know, like yeah. Dracula and Frankenstein and all that shit. So the tropes are there, but that doesn't necessarily mean the tone has to match. Yeah, so the tone has always... It could be violent in some of the games, like especially Symphony of the Night, when you slash a dude with a sword, there's blood coming up, but it was never to the point where this Netflix showed it. And if Castlevania was a real thing, it would be this violent. Gl bloody, gory, fucking bowels being strewn about eyeballs popping sticks. out i mean yeah it yeah was, it was something else and i i have a love, lot of love for that show and i hope to see a a longer yeah it looks like well they already signed up for a season two so that means that it performed well see when they do shit like that they need to not call it season one it should be season zero well or just not even give it a season at all just say this is a trial We'd like to get your feedback. I don't know why companies are so afraid to say, hey, this is an idea. Give us your feedback. And, you know, but now we're going to have a season one that's four episodes long. Yeah. So it should be season zero is four episodes long. And then season one comes in with maybe a normal 13 to 20 episodes. Or they should have just had it a trial and just added episodes on the season one. And then that way, when it was done, it was a full season. See, if they did that... Just Amazon does something similar. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, you don't. I don't have Amazon Prime, so. I watched back, I want to say it first came out maybe almost a year ago, but it was a single pilot. They see Amazon seems to do a single pilot episode. And then if that takes off, then they go off and make season one. Okay. Yeah, I could see where that would be <laughs> annoying, but also it's smart business. But they did a pilot episode of The Tick. Uh, you know, I have seen that on YouTube because you it's been fully uploaded to YouTube and that looks freaking amazing. I cannot wait but for The Tick. We're getting sidetracked. We're talking about Castlevania here. I know, but that is something else that 
No, it's going to be good when that comes out, too. I can't wait to see that because I grew up with the original Tick on TV. So I I loved it. Meat! Yeah. (laughs) Spoon! (laughs) It was great shit. Exactly. So I... I can't wait till that gets to be a point of discussion here. Yeah, no, that's well. The the only problem is is I don't have Amazon Prime, so no, I'm not gonna get an Amazon until I have a reason to start buying everything online. I'm I'm just not gonna get a Prime account. I mean, I guess I could get it just for the the see. They do have a subscription service. I we are not being paid by Amazon, but I'm going to say this because I need to pull this daft motherfucker out of his luddite fucking mess pit hey i just pay for what i use so but amazon does have a subscription where all you get is their video really and how much is that a month it's around the same as 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 netflix okay so that's not too bad i might consider it it's just there's got to be more than just the tick drawing me in more than the tip i mean the tip (laughs) just the tip baby but then you also have um Something castle. Uh, something. High castle. High castle. Yeah. yeah, the high castle. Yeah, I know you were you were screaming from high heavens about that when you watched it. Oh my god! See, I have a I have a fetish for World War Two era shit. So it's like anything World War Two, and then you throw in the fucking sci fi and and meta fucking multi-universe fucking shit going on yeah that's uh, that's pretty cool see i um, i'm i'm more of a fantasy driven guy so that's why i like game of thrones and stuff like uh, that yeah i couldn't get into game of thrones i just like it because you never know who the fuck he's gonna kill off uh, you gotta have more than just fucking looming fucking sword throwing over your no and i agree there is there is which one's gonna land there is more to the story than that but i just that's the first time i've watched a show where it would let me get attached to people that i would like uh-huh. and then it would just take them away from me and just say fuck your feelings i don't care and is the dragon girl dead yet? No, hell no. I she, she's the only one I ever got attached to because I loved her boobies. No, she's got a, an amazing rack. I actually think that she's going to survive to the end and she's probably going to end up marrying Jon Snow. I, I don't Jon Snow was dead. Yeah, that's he's not. So, see, you're out of the loop. <laughs> but anyways, and sworn they killed him. he was one of the people that died at the end of a season all of our listeners are like yeah get back to castlevania now <laughs> see we've gone on to the tick and now to game of thrones and then high castle and let's try to rein it in a little bit here let's get more into castlevania at least just go over the first four episodes and we'll just finish it off all right so episode one was slow dracula was in it too much but i think it was important because they had to build up that he tried He did try to have a normal life because of his wife, but then the fucking church got involved and he just couldn't abide by it anymore. I, I coming into it as a Luddite when it in the, in the Castlevania uh, universe, I find a lot of it intriguing and I, I imagine I would enjoy and be like, Oh, shit they did that a lot more i was a little bit more into well you know what's cool like moments like that where they throw easter eggs and stuff you know where uh uh he goes in and he he rescues the one speaker and he has to fight the cyclops we're talking about trevor here in the speaker's hot by the way yeah well in the third game when you get up 
to her where she joins where you can pick for her as a character Mm -hmm. you fight a cyclops right there and she's a statue in the background so that's a complete throwback oh to to castlevania 3 snap indeed so and him and her eventually get married and that's that's simon's mother that's simon's mother yeah so i mean it's they're... amazing that they fit all this story into a fucking nes game because they... i remember nes games just being fucking well they didn't in the original nes game you didn't know what the outcome of that relationship was it okay. was built upon upon years of future games and just backstory that konami would put so would into you it. say that the story developed in the super nintendo or playstation yeah i would say it really started picking up in the playstation with symphony of the night when castlevania turned from a straight left to right platformer uh it went into more of a, a metroid style game metroidvania is the term for that okay because they took castlevania metroid and they combined them so it was more it, it changed genres there and once it did that with Alucard being your main character where he has to kill his father, Dracula, in Symphony of the Night, that's okay. when the story really so this picked is up. really a mixture of three... Well, well no, because you get you get Alucard as a partner in three also. Oh, you do? Yeah, Alucard was first introduced in uh, Castlevania 3. Was he trying to kill Dracula in Castlevania 3? Uh, no. Well, yeah, because he becomes a party member, so you can totally pick him as okay. your last character that fights up against Dracula. And when you first come to Alucard, he's crazed, just like he is in the show where him and Trevor have a fight before yeah. they, like, shake hands and, like, okay, let's go on. But he wasn't crazed so much in the TV show. On the TV show, he seemed to be very, you know, um... <sighs> Words speak, Garrett. Yep. Speak. Get him out. Speak. I'm thinking speak. that bowl wasn't a good idea. <laughs> he was more refrained, right? He was more refrained. Yeah. Exactly. Well, well, and he had rational thought behind what he was doing. And he did. And I think the reason for that is because they have to do a story because it is on a different media than uh, or medium than video games, right? So they have to display more emotions than what you'd see in a fucking 8-bit video game, right? You know, when I was a child and I was playing Castlevania, I wasn't too concerned about what their inner thoughts and the connections between characters were. I was fucking whipping werewolves and zombies back to hell. That's all I cared about back then. And that was if you could tell what you were whipping. Oh, I could. You know what? Werewolves and zombies the, the on the 8-bit rage. The, the NES had good enough graphics to know what the hell you were doing. And I grew up with the Atari 2600, so that's when you go back to the graphics where two two dots represent two people and it's like okay i guess i can gather that information from these two dots <laughs> so i mean it they have come a long way okay but that shows good once he gets to the town and rescues the seeker and things progress mm-hmm. and then he fights alucard and then alucard it's more like a test like yeah. he tests him i think that when because that's when it ends right they all decide they're going to go after dracula yeah so i really do think there's something good there i can't wait to see what happens next and that's my thoughts on yeah i'm looking forward to that i'm really looking forward to that so what have you been up to justin uh it's been a pretty quiet week i've been mostly just gaming uh still playing bioshock but i also got a uh crash bandicoot 
the 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 collection which yeah. was completely remade it's not just a remaster it's a fucking remake and seeing that game how far it's come from the ps1 graphics to now on the ps4 god that game is gorgeous don't get me wrong i enjoy deep enthralling games like um that of uh horizon zero dawn which will yeah that's another game i've been playing or you know witcher 3 or right now i'm playing uh assassin's creed syndicate and rogue uh the simplicity yeah of crash bandicoot well it just takes you back to a different time man it, it makes me feel like I need a pacifier, my baba, my banky. And... Oh, that game rapes your ass. It's hard as hell. <laughs> and I I never grew up playing the one on PS1, so I don't really have anything to judge it by, but I know it's always been a hard game. I had a PS1 at the same time I had a Nintendo 64, but when it came to platformers, it's like, fuck that, I got Mario. It it To me, Crash feels like a... PlayStation version of Donkey Kong. Yeah, kind of. It definitely has, especially the first game, has a heavy Donkey Kong vibe to it. Because you take out the Donkey Kong model and you switch it out with Crash. Well, and the view perspective, you're walking toward and back from the screen. rather. Well, there's some levels where you're walking side to side, but yeah, I get it. That game, well, you came over to my house and we played it together. Yeah, it was. I haven't had that level of raw enjoyment out of a game in a long time. Well, it has that. It has that sensation where just one more level, just one more life, one more level. And I love games that do that. That's one reason I like the Souls games so much. Is a lot of my friends. They give up on the Souls games because they're like, "Oh fuck, I I haven't given up on it." Mind you, only own Bloodborne. Well. let me get to my point a lot of people are like fuck i lost all those souls and you got to get past losing all those souls and just continue on yeah there's something that draws me into that fuck i died that makes me want to learn that section even more so it's the same with crash bandicoot no i hear you i hear you on that one i i I have a love of hate with Bloodborne as that's the only, you know, Souls era developer genre type game that I own with that regard to that. What's the hate aspect on it? The hate is I, there was a period of time in which I wasn't able to play it for a little bit. Okay. And in that time, I realized that you have to fucking get good at it. It's one of those games you have to fucking get good at. Yeah, those the Souls games, they don't hold your hand at all. They will rape you constantly until you learn their mechanics. And I got bad at it again. Mm. So now I have to get good at it all over again. And in order to do that, I basically have... like. No, you, it allows you to go back to areas that you've already gone as you progress through the story, and you have to kind of do that to an extent to grind levels or souls to increase your stats and whatnot. Blood but, echoes, if we're talking about blood But it's echoes. souls. Come on, people. Yeah, it's souls. But you have to, if you stop that game for any period of time, fucking two weeks, if you haven't played that game in two weeks, you are not going to be able to continue where you left off because you will get your ass raped oh yeah that game expects you to when you start playing a souls game you play that and nothing else or you don't play it at all yeah 
And yeah. I, I've beaten all the Souls games now from Demon Souls through Dark Souls 1 through 3 and Bloodborne. And I've beaten them all because when I pick up one of the Souls games, that's, that's, all, you play. that's all I play. See, I'm too ADHD for that. I can I get that. I can't sit. Like, I'm right now I'm going through uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Which is a fucking awesome game. I think that's my game of the year so far. I have... 125 to 150 hours in that game and i don't have any of my armor near completely you know pimped out by the well, sound- fucking horny yeah. horny as fuck oh. fairies oh man. All, all not just the fairies all the women in that game are on link stick <laughs> seriously i i love that game i own it on both the wii u and the switch and because bet- you're fucking nut job i am a nut job well zelda is one of my three favorite series so we can get into that another time but out of the wii u version and the switch version i have now over 500 hours just on breath of the wild and i thought i put a lot of time on the witcher 3 i fucking platinum the witcher 3 and in like 250 hours wasn't it? 250 hours to get the platinum on witcher 3 and that, that was with all trophies unlocked on the dlc because i play on ps4 not pc yeah so 250 hours and i've already trumped that with the uh uh, zelda breath of the wild that game just it's huge it fucking sucks your life it does you i can put that game on and before you know it it's like eight hours later and it's like holy shit i've soiled myself i'm sitting in my own urine and everything but it's okay because it's zelda because it's zelda i need that other korok seeds (laughs) and zelda's into water sports yeah (laughs) I don't know. We'd have to ask Link about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I I, I can't. I, I got two hundred and twenty-five to two hundred and fifty, or a hundred and twenty-five to hundred. Yeah, hundred and fifty hours. hours in in Zelda Breath of the Wild, and I had to put it down for a little bit. So I got into Assassin's Creed Rogue. Strike that. Reverse, Assassin's Creed, not Assassin's Krieg. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, dude, that weed is like fucking with my mind, man. (laughs) It's not weed, I swear. It's just beer. I'm drunk. I'm drunk. I'm not stoned. I'm drunk. I'm drunk. (laughs) No, I'm the one that's drunk. Damn it, drum. I'm drunk, not a stoner. (laughs) Yeah. So you've been playing, well, you've been playing Rogue and Syndicate. So which one have you been devoting the most time so to? So I got pretty far in Rogue. Okay. And I, I started Rogue and Syndicate and I kind of ebbied between them. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of time. I've got about 25 hours, 30 hours in Rogue. Okay. And I now have that in Syndicate because I've been playing Syndicate predominantly for the last couple of days. Syndicate is a longer game than Rogue. You could probably just mainline oh, Rogue. I'm pretty sure I'm almost done with Rogue. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm getting everything. Okay. Well, then it's going to take you a little bit longer, but you could mainline Rogue pretty quick. I, I I tried at first to do like the hundred percent sinking on the missions, but then I realized fuck that. I, if I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna go back and do that after I get all the upgrades because that's a wonderful thing is when you go back and do missions, you get all the upgrades that you've worked exactly for. Yeah. And in Syndicate right now, I'm I'm in sequence six, I think, 
Yeah, I can't remember how many sequences are in that game, but it's an Assassin's Creed game, so probably 11 or 12, sometimes 13. But for some reason, Sequence 8 has been open to me since Sequence 5 opened up. Could you access it, though? I think I could, but I don't want to. Man, I don't even fucking remember that. That sounds odd. Yeah, it's weird. It's been it's been a minute since I've played Syndicate. And it may be a PC thing, because I am playing all the Assassin's Creed on PC. Okay, versus. yeah, see, as I played them all on the PS3, then PS4. So... I um I just finished the story elements of the World War One. I. I love that part. That, that is was, so fucking cool that they did that. There is a fucking helix glitch that took me like three hours to finally get. And it's right on the tower bridge in between the two open portions because the tower bridge is raised up to allow the warships to go through. Uh-huh. And right in between that raised up area, there's a fucking helix glitch. And you have to do some wonky fucking I zip lining. No, I I, re- I remember getting it. So that one I struggled on too. I think we're <laughs> we're getting a little into depth for uh, people that haven't played Syndicate. But yeah, that game, all the Assassin's Creeds, they got collectibles just coming out your ass. It's a manufacturing line just out your ass with collectibles. See, I like that. If give me a shitload of collectibles to go collect, but fucking tell me where they're at on the map, which I love about Assassin's Creed Rogue. Mm-hmm. Fucking Syndicate makes you find that shit on your own. You, you have to buy maps, I think. In there are maps for some things. But not everything. There's the fucking music boxes that allow you to open up the secret portions in the old ancient assassin's yeah, chamber. For the, for the ultimate armor, I believe. And there's no maps for that. Yeah, those so are a bit... you gotta fucking find those things. No, I... London is huge. Yeah, I ended up Googling that section. But... Yeah, I, like I had to Google the zip line on the Helix glitch in the World War One port. And even then, it took me like an hour to do it. You know, it's funny. We've become such pussies over the years. I remember growing up with the Super NES and the NES and fuck the, even the Atari 2600 in all its wood grain glory. And we didn't have any internet growing up. I was If I got stuck on a game, I was fucked. I remember playing The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past on Super Nintendo. And I got stuck so bad that I had my sister call the Nintendo hotline for fucking tips. <laughs> the 900 number? I, well, yeah, it fucking cost money. And then my dad and mom found out that I was calling, well, my sister was calling, thank you, Hope, that she was calling the Nintendo. They beat our ass like crazy over that because I ended up costing my mom and dad some in the vicinity of $50 being on the Nintendo hotline. And this was 80s money. So $50 in the 80s is what, $150 probably now? Somewhere close to that. Close to 200 bucks. So it was a lot of money back then. My dad was pissed. That's funny, dude. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's just funny that now we, everything is Now just, we just fucking YouTube it. Yeah, we just YouTube it or Google it and it's, 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 it's good. fucking there. Instant yeah. gratification. It's dude. nice. Dude, I I remember back in the days, speaking of instant gratification, but back when you had fucking dial-up. Oh, man. I'll never get that sound out of my head. Sometimes I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my grandma because this was after my parents died. So I was living with my grandmother and we had dial up then because uh-huh. that's all there was. 
And she would pick up the line and it'd be that just like, motherfucker, get off the goddamn internet. I'm trying to make a call. <laughs> I was like, all right, granny, give me a second here. <laughs> she used to get so pissed at that. She's like, you turn it on and you fucking, yeah, you, you, you can hear your internet conversation. Yeah, all you got to do is pick up the receiver. phone. Yeah, pick up the receiver on a phone and that's what it is. But so back in that day, you didn't have all your tubes and your whatnot. No. And your streaming videos and your. No, you had Nintendo Hotline. <laughs> you had your Nintendo Hotline and then you had your porn sites that only fo- posted photos, still pictures where no one was moving. And you had to make your own imagination they, by looking at a gallery of a thousand photos. Uh, fucking post. Po- oh, you're talking about early internet days, early right? Early internet okay, days. Okay, because I was going to say, because I grew up on the the magazines because growing up my dad when he got a he would he had a subscription to playboy Uh-oh. right yeah no. so as soon as my mom would be gone for the night here justin you want to take a look at the newest issue I was like fuck yes i was like 10 and i was like red rocketing it in the other room I you know get, i i got that a little bit in school when kids would bring magazines to oh, yeah? school, but i didn't get my first introduction to porn until i want to say like 97 98 on the internet? On the internet and dial up. 56k fucking modem. Do you remember how long images used to take to download? Oh my god, it took like 15 minutes. It, Dude, at least. Was, you, today I can jerk off to internet porn in less than 10 minutes. I try to queue at 15 minutes just because I enjoy the process. Yeah, see, I'm but a, back in that day. It used I used to fucking have to go like two hours. I would jerk off for fucking two hours oh straight. Oh my god. And that was just so I could load... Two different images. Your hand must have looked like a prune. You know, like when you get out of the bathtub. Fuck and shit. my hand, my dick, dude. <laughs> Your dick was a prune. <laughs> I think it left some permanent scarring. Oh, I bet it did. With your 10-inch shaft you got there, big boy. Jesus <laughs> Christ. But luckily it's uncircumcised, so it's still hooded, so oh. it had a bit of protection. Hooded for his protection. Yeah, you lucky bastard. Yeah, I'm circumcised, so I wouldn't know about that. <laughs> but yeah, no, the the images. Would... <laughs> you think you think it's funny I that I'm s- circumcised? No. <laughs> <laughs> the comfort level, the tension, that just like it's just palpable. Like you could swim through it. Like the room was just filled with hot jizz. Dude, I'm not uncomfortable around you. Come on, I've known you way too long. <laughs> I can say anything to if I care about you, I can talk about anything to exactly. The minute I shut down around somebody, that's a warning that I don't know you and or I don't like you. Which is I think a great compliment to our viewers in that we are able to be this open to them. Yeah, no, it's I had a friend comment that he could never be as candid as I am with people that are perfect strangers, but my life, I don't care if any of you know anything. It really doesn't bother me that bad. I, I've come too far in life, and if anyone's got a grudge, I just don't fucking care. Yeah. I mean... No, I hear you. You just move past that. We, we've gotten to an age where, you know, if people can't fucking handle us well, for what we are... Yeah, then you shouldn't be here. we now understand that... Fuck, we're better off without you. Yeah, I, I don't need you in my life if my sense of humor or anything about me turns you off. I mean, grow a pair, either accept that people have different views and different ways of expressing themselves, yep. or, you know, just move along. Yep. So, so 
that got deep real fast. It got deep real fast. And what's funny is that you and I have this tendency of getting off on tangents. We started with Castlevania, got into the Souls games, I think. I, I think there was Crash Bandicoot in there somewhere. Then we got off on dick sizes and hooded or not hooded and then two hour internet porn view yeah i mean fucking jerking off for two hours straight. <laughs> that takes some fucking endurance women i know you like your guys not to come you know prematurely don't worry i barely come at all <laughs> <laughs> there's something to look forward to for all you lucky ladies out there you're guaranteed to orgasm before me <laughs> So what do you think, Garrett? Is it time for topic of the show? I think it might be. Let me, uh... Now, it, it's my turn to shake it and grab, bitch. Right, here, here you go. So let's see what we got in the Folgers cup, because, you know, the best part of waking up is a little bit of trigger in your cup. All right. Let's see what we got here. We got first time we got laid. <laughs> Let's oh, let's do it, senor. <laughs> we let's go into the process, how it felt, how fast you were. Because believe me, ladies, I was fucking fast. I was like Sonic the Hedgehog, fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta fast. How old were you when you first got laid? I was eighteen. Believe it or not, I was my first girlfriend. Going back to the one that wanted to fuck me in the ass. She uh, she wanted to do it pretty early on, but. I was older than her, and she was the daughter of a minister, and I was terrified that if he ever found out that we did it, that he would prosecute me to the fullest extent of the law. So I waited till her and I were both 18. Okay. Well, if you, were, if you waited to, till you were 18, I, I take it that you were less than a year apart. Yeah. Well, no, we were exactly a year apart. So I turned 18 March something or other yeah something or another and then she turned 18 in <laughs> fuck you identity yeah Jeez. and then i and then she turned 18 in february okay so i had to wait a year of me being 18 oh, and her going yeah. which was fine because i'd never had had sex before her so yeah. it wasn't that big of a deal but technically if you were 17 and you fucked her at 16 you still couldn't go to prison no but they can get you on statutory rape yeah in arizona they can Fuck you, Arizona. Especially if the parents are dicks about it, yeah. which her parents, believe me, would have been complete dicks about it. And I don't even think they probably would have ever found out now that I look back on it. But I didn't want to take any chances with that situation. So I waited. Okay. It was no big deal. I was completely used to rubbing one out when I needed to. So what? what's another year? Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. So anyways, the first time I had sex... She came over, and this was before school, because she was a senior at that time, and I was already out of high school. So she came over before going to school that day. So this was in 91? I graduated in 99, you asshole. <laughs> Anyways, this was like... Two I could have said 81. No, this was probably two 2000. Yeah, it, was, it had to have been 2000. Oh, that was a beautiful fart. Too bad our uh, listeners can't smell that gloriousness. Hopefully they heard it. Well, maybe they did. Um, anyway, she came over before school, and it was just a normal, like, hey, how you doing? Because she would usually stop by before school just to chat up okay. and before she'd go, before I'd go to work. And she was like, hey, you know, I'm 18 now. You're 18. How about we, uh, how about you just put it inside me and see how it feels? And I'm like, really? <laughs> so we do that. 
And then she's like, you know, you can keep going if you want. So literally we start doing it and I blow my load under 30 seconds because that was the first time I was in a wet hole. Oh, yeah. How much of a masturbator were you before that? Um, you know what? I've never been a big masturbator. I masturbate maybe once or twice a week. Really? Yeah, really. I've never been that big into it. Jesus Christ. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like to orgasm just like any other person. Hello, my name is Garrett, and I have a masturbation addiction. You, you got a chronic masturbation problem? <laughs> no, I like to masturbate. Don't get me wrong. I love the way it feels to get off. Yeah. But, I don't know. I just... I just never did it that much. Wow. I don't know why. You know what's weird is I never actually got off, like, came from a masturbation until maybe I was 16, 17. You know why? Because every time I masturbated when I was about to climax, it scared the fuck out of me because of the way it felt because I had never orgasmed before. <laughs> so the first time I orgasmed or when I'd get up to that point, I it felt like I was hurting myself. So you remember my dad died before I was old enough to ask him these things. Oh shit, yeah. So I grew up with my grandmother after my parents died. So I didn't have, I was like, hey granny, you know, what is it like when you jerk one? You know, this is a woman who grew up in the depression. She would have probably told me to go to the soup line and figure it out. <laughs> so I had to figure this shit out on my own. You know, soup line. She did. She used to sit in the soup line when she was a kid, dude. She was she was like six during the depression. <laughs> See, this is how much I watch porn. <laughs> he says soup line. The first thing that comes to my mind is that she gets in front of a line of dudes. <laughs> it's funny you mention that because my grandmother, as I got older, actually used to watch porn with me and my friends not get off on it she would just sit in the same room and totally enjoy watching porn and how many people do you know used to watch pornography with their grandmother <laughs> you are the first one my friend. yeah dude it was weird great you know my grandma would be sitting there so are you boys you want to watch a movie and i'm like sure grandma what do you want well let's go down to the fucking video store and we'd be looking at movies and my grandma would be like <laughs> Right, right behind the fucking, <laughs> yeah, she, she'd be, she'd be behind the curtain, dude, checking out like, you know, midgets with back volume seven, you know, so she'd rent a fucking smut movie, take it back and like me and a couple of my friends, we just sit there and all watch porn together. Now that I think about it, this is like a Jerry Springer episode, but it was totally cool. Like she wouldn't be like all turned on by i think she was just fascinated by sex she grew up in the 20s right so she, what i'm too stoned for this <laughs> no no there's never too stoned for this my grandmother was a trip you would have loved her but yeah she she liked that but anyways i was uncomfortable talking to her about sexual things you could fucking watch porn with her but you couldn't ask her is it okay to jerk off it it, it kind of hurts no it, it's not that it hurt it, i wasn't sure what the fuck was going on because i wasn't sure what an orgasm felt like it was like a fucking mystery to me <laughs> dude i'm glad this is funny to you but see this is how much you still don't know about me apparently so anyways, the first time I, I came, like one time I sat there and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care what it feels like. So I came, right? It was a fucking religious experience. I mean, spooge everywhere. Because obviously I was backed up. It was like my body was like, dude, you should have gotten this out four years ago. You see, I remember 
I started jerking off really early. Like, like how young? I want to say like 11 or 12. See, I would rub my dick on shit when I was younger, but I never, I don't know. I don't, I remember during that time uh-huh. that when I would come, I would come to orgasm, but it basically just felt like I was being tickled. And I just couldn't take it anymore, so I'd just have to stop. Well, that's kind of what I'm but describing. nothing came out. I remember the days when nothing came out. See, I don't know what it is like to shoot blanks, so... And then shit started coming out. Okay. And did... The, see, since I don't have the experience from before and after, did it feel different no, when shit came out? It felt the same. It felt the same at first, and then... It's just that now you're producing batter? <laughs> <laughs> now you're producing batter exactly <laughs> um cookie dough batter <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah. i didn't start noticing the difference when i just started playing around with like you know teasing getting yourself you know close and then holding back and so so you would go. you would do what's called going to the edge and then stopping what is that edging oh, yeah. or whatever edging. that is edging i would edge myself you know what i used to do that also when i first actually came for the first time uh -huh. and i was like holy fuck this is amazing because i never let myself get to that climax yeah so then i purposefully tried to hold it off for as long as i could because i wanted that feeling but i wanted to drag it out and tease myself yeah no i i get you uh yeah i used to do that all the time because you don't just enjoy the feeling but you also enjoy you enjoy the climate stimulus well, you enjoy watching the whatever media if or you if you're just you know purely fantasizing it within your head you like going over the fantasy a couple yeah of here's the thing is i've watched a lot of porn in my life but i've never come to a porn I everything's been in my head. I'm a very I close my eyes and I think about something. Yeah. Some things I'm not going to talk about because they're bad, but I get off on my fantasy. Yeah. So No, I get you. I get you. <clears throat> but I think, you know, choking a bitch is uh No, I never got off on choking someone and stuff like that. Mine has more been like I get off on older ladies for some weird reason. Like, if I could... Because you watch porn with your grandmother? It, that You know what? That could be what it is. I don't know what it is. But, like, if I could fuck Betty White, I would totally fuck Betty White. And I don't know why that is. I have a feeling you're not the only person, but that's because Betty White's personality is just straight yeah. up fuckable. And you know what? I love her personality, but next time you got a free time, next time it's spank bank time, Google her when she's younger... Betty White was fucking fine when she was younger, man. I'm sure. I'm she was hot. But anyways, I've always had an attraction to older women. Not necessarily like granny age, but... Betty White age. No. Or yeah, Betty White age. But I'm also 36. So yeah. older women in general, I always had like a mom complex. Not my own mother, but other people's mothers. You like the MILFs. Kind of, but older than that. Like, at least 20 to 30 years older than me. I always had some weird turn on by just older women in general. I don't know why. But getting back to my first time I got laid, since that's the topic of the show here. So, yeah, we did it. I came real quick, and it was a disappointment for both of us, I'm sure. But after that, we fucked on the regular. I mean, it just took that one time for her to say, hey, do you want to put it inside me and then continue? Yeah. And then just we became fucking jackrabbits after that. No, I, I get you. I Your get turn. You. So. 
I guess it's my turn. It is your turn. Gesturing doesn't do much to help the uh, audience at hand. That's as we why I said your turn. Particularly oral tradition. <laughs> um, so... It was in My prison, right? By the guy with the, uh, he didn't like your shuffling? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it was not in prison. It uh, was, you know, I didn't get laid properly. I didn't, you know, stick my dick in the vagina until mm-hmm. I was 23, almost 24 years old. Wow, dude. And see, I thought I was bad holding off to late teen. Because a lot of the people I know are way younger than 18, so. See, I, um... In high school, this one time when I went to band camp. <laughs> There's an old reference for you. <laughs> um, this one time when I went to drama camp, actually, uh, I got pretty heavy into drama in my last, or, you know, sophomore, junior, senior year. I was, I was a drama geek. But um, I went to a drama camp in Idlewild, which is... I think the San Jacinto, no, not San Jacinto, San Jacinto is down south. I can't fucking for life of me for remember what the, what the, the name of the mountain range was, but the, it's a mountain range that borders um, Riverside County and Palm Springs. And on the top of the mountain, there's a town called Idlewild and there is a school there that has it's for it's a high school it's a private high school but it's for kids that want to predominantly get off (laughs) (laughs) they want to have an artistic education okay so it's so you do all the you do all the basic credits that california state requires to get a diploma a high school diploma but then you you live there it's like a boarding school so the students that go there live there during the year and then during the summer they do summer schools which they turn into camps so that you can go up there for two to three weeks at a time live there in a dorm with fellow drama geeks and do drama we basically we we produced a play we they make you go through the audition process we do the rehearsals they get kids to do all of the technical aspects set design Costume design, lighting design, and at the time, I was fucking dickless, so I didn't do any of the performance. I I couldn't do it. I would you were just a stagehand or what? I chose. I told them I don't want to do any of the. And this was a big brouhaha. They're like, you don't want to perform? It's like, no. Let me fucking do the lights. I want to learn everything about lighting design that I can learn in these three weeks. Let me do that. I'll be happy. You got, it was like $1,500 to do this camp. Mm-hmm. and So you actually lived there then? Too? I lived there for, I think it was two to three weeks. Oh, cool. Um, which had its own in- <laughs> interesting things. We have issues with, you know, your roommates and squabbles and whatnot. But I had my first kiss there when I was 15. What was his name? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> it wasn't me, dude. <laughs> no, it wasn't you, but now you know why. I became such good close friends with you. Oh. Now, uh, her name was Laura, actually. I don't oh. I don't get why I remember that, but 
Yeah, her name was Laura. Well, nobody forgets their first kisses. I guess not, because she wasn't... She ended up not being my first kiss, but she was my first titties. Your first titties, nice. So full on, like, in your face, motorboat? Fuck yeah, I was... I was... I wasn't balls deep. You were face deep? I was face deep in them titties. Yeah, you got. You were like a doctor. You were about to perform a surgery, but you had to numb them first. Num, 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 num. <laughs> well, hey, sometimes you got to numb them. Num, 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 num. That's, that's a sign of good breasts right there. How, how were these titties? Num, 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 num. Nice, nice. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I got my titties. I got my first kiss on, and I would have gotten my first, you know, sexual experience, full-on sexual experience. But we were out in the middle of there's a football field, and we found a dark patch in the trees. And uh, when it came time, I was so deathly afraid. Of getting this chick pregnant. Did you not have condoms there? I did there not anything? have condoms, which is funny because if you go to the nurse's office and to the bathroom for the students, there was condoms? a fucking basket of condoms sitting on top of wow. the toilet. And I so they're probably used to this kind of shenanigans. Well, yeah, because it's a co-ed school and they're drama geeks, so they're all about fucking. Yeah. I mean, artistic people are about fucking. Don't let them lie to you. Don't let them come off to you any other way. If you're artistic, if you're creative, you like to fuck. Yeah, it's true. I like to fuck and I'm creative, so... There we go. My cat just fucking scared the shit out of me. Yeah, it's just your cat. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I was brain dead. Didn't fucking grab one. And when it came time... I was too chicken shit to fuck. Uh, see, I real I I thought as soon as you stuck your dick in a vagina, it's funny how I use dick and then I'd use whatever a term. <laughs> but the first time I stuck cock in puss, I felt like you'd get her as pregnant. As soon as you do that, there you're gonna get her pregnant. Yeah, it's baby time. Cause I, I'm pretty sure I was. At 15, I was, you know, doing some liquid orgasms. Liquid um, orgasms? As in they weren't dry, they weren't empty, they were... Oh, yeah, for you know, sure. At 15, orgasms. yeah, I'm sure you... But I didn't re realize that that was the point. That was the kicker. Mm -hmm. That there was a possibility of, you know, even though it's not 100%, there's a possibility of pullout. Mm-hmm. Even pull-out isn't guaranteed. You can still get a chick pregnant with pre-cum. I'm pretty sure I fucking disqualified that. Well, <laughs> still. So, she was not the first chick you So, fucked? she ended up not being the first chick I had sex with. She was the first titty. She was the first kiss. Okay. And then I had a couple of interactions. I had a girlfriend for a few months, but we never fucking kissed. No wonder we didn't last very long. And then I had another one. What was her deal? I'm a nerd at heart. Okay. When I get next to a female that I find attractive, I tend to sh turn off. Mm. Like, I get too excited that I just then can't... I, I, 
You lock up. I lock up. I lock up. And I imagine women of my same personality level, because I imagine this is not just gender-specific to males, they get the same way. So when a nerd meets a nerd, it's probably fucking years before they do anything about it. Just because they both carry that social anxiety, even though they know deep down they're fucking freaks, the initial contact, I mean, you almost have to fucking just randomly run, run into each other. Maybe you end up sleeping together, but, you know, platonically, where you just end up falling asleep next to each other, and then in the middle of a dream, you're having a fucking night rage, and you wake up and you shit my dick's in your puss <laughs> that sounds like rape <laughs> oh christ but it's not because deep down you've both been wanting to do it but you've both been chicken shit until you had the night rage uh, and it finally just fucking happens and you're like oh cool well now that's over with let's get out the fucking duct tape handcuffs and the whips that's true they're usually pretty freaky so that was, I think, the thing we never got to that point in my first relationship. And then I ended up, like, soon after that relationship ended, I ended up getting into having a similar experience. But that ended up only ever turning into kissing. Okay. And then I got out of high school. Well, I digged on this one chick, but I could never fucking say anything about it. It's like... I thought maybe she knew, but we just both knew that maybe right now we're just not going to even think that this Yeah, exists. chances are if she didn't say anything to you, then you were probably following the right course. So. so I kept quiet, and then I just, that was, that I, even though I kept quiet, it made it very difficult to want anybody else because you just wanted that one person. So... Porn got a little bit better because broadband started coming out. So I just concentrated on porn for a while. And then went on my own separate life. And then met, ended up meeting my future ex-wife. So she was your... She was my first. And uh, we didn't do anything. We were together four months before I went to prison. Okay. And we got close, like there was some petting and some dry stuff going on, but no like mouth to genital or... Or genital to genital. No genital to genital. No no oral or, you know, normal copulation. Okay. Coitus, as you would say. Actually, I say fucking. So. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no coitus. And then I went through prison, a virgin. And got out of prison. A virgin. That's what he says. Anyways. Where? <laughs> I was a virgin, damn it. Doesn't count if it's in your ass. <laughs> it's not gay if you do it to yourself. <laughs> I was listening to a Hollywood Babylon today, and Kevin's like, it's not gay at 2 a.m. <laughs> And you don't talk about it in the morning, <laughs> even if you're both wake up sticky. <laughs> it's like an old, an old Marilyn Manson line where he's like, it's not gay if you're high on cocaine. 
It's a hell of a drug. It's, it is a hell of a drug. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I got out of prison, and then it was like a few weeks after I got out of prison, we finally did it, and I didn't come. What? We went for maybe two hours. We went for two hours with with you actually inside of her, right? Inside of her, yeah. And you didn't come. I didn't come. And yet you married her. That should have been your dead giveaway right there that this is not the one. I didn't know if maybe I masturbate too much and lost sensitivity. How much were you masturbating before that? Every day. Every day? Every day. Multiple times or just once? At that point, one time a day. One time a day? Okay, that's not too bad. Now it's multiple times. (laughs) Now it's multiple times. But, uh... Yeah, I, 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 or if it was just the nerves, could have been that. <clears throat> I am a highly anxious person, and then coming out of prison, I was very touchy feely and not in a good way, obviously. And um, yeah, I just I didn't come for like the first five or six times we did it. Damn, man. And did she know this, or was it something you kept to yourself? I think a few times I would fake it, and then a couple other times I would like, <laughs> Usually you hear about the woman faking the orgasm. I can just see you riding on top of her, and then you're like, okay. Better just, oh, 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 God. And there it goes. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, if you can't go... The only time I've never been able to like achieve an orgasm is when one of us i was high on coke when you were high on coke. yeah i could last i was a marathon man when i was on cocaine and that could have been it because they had while i was in prison they were putting me on medications also maybe it was the medicine fucking and around. that may have been it um but i don't know i because even after i got off medications and there was a brief time that I was doing antidepressants. And even during those times and before those times when I was straight up, I mean, we I would we would try to do it maybe five times a week. And I might come one or two of those times. Well, at least you were getting something out of it. Was she coming at all? Oh, yeah. I'm a very generous lover okay good i try to make sure before my dick even goes in they get an orgasm yeah because they're not guaranteed an internal orgasm yeah yeah you gotta you gotta play with that yeah it's a high hell fingers i play with the tongue i eat the pussy yeah i love eating pussy too i know a lot of people that don't like eating pussy but i fucking love eating pussy i prefer neatly groomed pussy but i don't care go down on an Amazon. Yeah, I'll go down on a chick that you got to use a machete to chop through. It doesn't matter. I like it, so. Uh, so this is the second time we're recording after this. After he was talking about the Amazon, I really needed to take a piss. So we paused it, and I was going to try to be clever and continue us off where we were, but uh, sadly... <laughs> Uh, Te- technical malfunctions there. <laughs> a bit of a technical malfunction, and uh, 
that, uh, that it's recording too, doesn't exist. Yeah, it's too bad because I was making some funny points. You so. were. That was that was a moment lost to eternity. Anyways, the the gist of it was is that was the first person he came in, and then we were going off on how it's funny that we opened up this podcast with me talking about my grandmother watching porn with us and then i was like it's funny how he pulled out first time you got laid and then he's like wait a minute is that saying that that night happened i'm like no sir (laughs) no sir i don't like it but (laughs) that saying that 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 night did not happen no it did not happen my and what i eventually got to is my grandmother was a really cool person going back to my parents she let me watch things that parents nowadays don't let their kids watch because she realized that eventually I'm just going to learn everything anyway, so might as well just open up the floodgates now. Yeah, so the moral of the story is don't wait to have that talk with your kids. Engage in the conversation early. Allow them to grow a healthy sexual education. No, you've, it's important. You have to talk to your kids about sex and where the dick goes and what the vagina does and where it doesn't go well because that's how you get an ear infection yeah oh give me a minute to finger it out but (laughs) yeah that's pretty much what we were talking about fuck you dude (laughs) (laughs) i think that's the close of this episode Have a wonderful evening, guys, and as always, stay triggered, friends.